You are now listening to This and That, a podcast collaboration about some of everything that's anything with your hosts, David and Brenda. Now, let's get to talking about this and that. It's that time again. Time for another episode of your favorite podcast, This and That with David and Brenda. Yes, you are listening to the voice of Brenda, otherwise known as Miss Bren Bren. And this is David, a.k.a. Dr. David, a.k.a. The Professor. And we are coming to you from Podcast Land Studio with our 41st edition of our eclectic podcast where we talk about everything that's anything. Today is February 15th, 2020. It's season two. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about. Can't wait to get started. And why don't we go ahead and start out with a shout out to This and That Nation like we normally do. So let's start here in the United States with Cheyenne, Wyoming. Miami, Florida. Sterling, Virginia. Elisa Vallejo, California. And when we go across the pond internationally, we're going to give a shout out to Ballyclare, United Kingdom. Uh, Berlin, Germany. Port Elizabeth, South Africa. And keeping it on the continent of Africa, Beni Malau, Morocco. So shout out to all of our listeners. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being a part of this and that nation and joining us for every podcast episode that we're doing because you want to hear what we have to talk about. Now, we want to always give a special shout-out to our men, women, and canines in the U.S. military, whether they're located here in the United States or internationally. Thank you for your service, as well as to your family dependents, and those that are working with you that are civilian supporters. Absolutely. Thank you for your service. We also want to thank all the first responders here at home, Police, Fire, 911, for their service as well. Now, the podcast itself is, as I like to say, available wherever you listen to podcasts. We have a lot of locations, podcast apps, streaming services, where you can pick up our free on-demand podcasts. And those include our uh, quote-unquote home base of SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, also known as Stitcher Radio, Spotify, Google Play Music, TuneIn, and the list goes on and on and on. And that also includes availability on Alexa voice-assisted devices. Now, David, when folks are listening to us, And what if they have a question, a comment, or suggestion? How do they get in touch with us? Well, they can send an email to our show's email address. And that is thisandthat at aboutgreatercincinnati.com. That's this, the letter N, as in Nancy, that, all nine characters together, at sign, aboutgreatercincinnati.com. Also, they can post a comment 
where they are listening to us and or subscribing to us. For example, uh, Apple Podcasts. So Apple Podcasts for this episode 41, if you have a question or comment, you can post it there as well, as well as on SoundCloud or drop us an email. And we love to hear from our listeners however they want to communicate with us. Yes, we do love to hear from our listeners. Now, what if um, people want to be added to our weekly email distribution list? They send an email to this and that at aboutgreatercincinnati.com and ask to be added, and it shall happen. And our um, email distribution comes out, and it contains all sorts of uh, goodies about the show, as well as... uh, uh, as I like to call it, hidden nuggets, Easter eggs, etc., about the upcoming podcast. Yeah, you just never know what you might find in our email blast. So if you haven't already signed up for it, please do so. Now, David, before we go any further, um, I got a question for you. Okay. What's a leaper or a leapling? Uh, yes, and uh, speaking of the email blast, we mentioned that in there for, for folks, give them a kind of teaser. Uh, um, and we're not talking about anybody who can teleport, if you are familiar with that sci- sci-fi movie. And we're not talking <laughs> about anybody who is athletic either. Exactly, hurdlers, etc. No, leapers and leaplings are individuals who are born on leap day. Leap day being February 29th. Comes around... Uh, typically every four years, uh, and in a leap year, so-called leap year. So if you are born on February 29th, and that day only comes around every four years, when do you celebrate your birthday? Well, uh, survey survey says that most people celebrate their birthday on February 28th, when there is no February 29th, uh, the vast majority of people. Some people do... Uh, go to March 1st. Now, in certain countries, there's actually laws passed that say if you're born on February 29th, your birthday in a non-leap year is February 28th, believe it or not. There are a couple countries that, uh, that actually dictate this. So leap year is a global thing? Um, yes, it's a, it's a global thing because of the Gregorian calendar or calendar that we use um, is quote-unquote global for business. There are lots of other calendars out there from the Hebrew, the Chinese, the Bahá'ín, the Islamic. There's just tons of different calendars out there that people use as well. Um, and they may be lunar solar or straight lunar, etc. But on the Gregorian calendar, yes, that's leap year and everybody translates over to it. I could tell you about a whole bunch of IT stuff I had to do in the 90s that synchronized systems so that you'd know when the end of a month is for payroll and the like. And in some cases, like Islamic countries, you don't know when the end of the month is because you got to wait for the imam to go and look at the sky and everything and declare, okay, this is going to be the end of the month. It gets very complicated. Well, uh... <laughs> just like leap year is not every four years, but I'm not going to get into that with folks. The whole algorithm around, there's certain years that you might think are leap years, but they're not leap years. Well, 2020 is definitely a leap year. Yes. So for all of those out there that didn't realize it, you got an extra day coming up on February 29th, 
which happens to be on a Saturday. So um, hopefully you are making some plans to take advantage of that extra day. Right. And the whole reason why it's called leap year is because if you look at the way years work, say your birthday, your birthday may be on a Monday, then the next year it's on a Tuesday and a Wednesday. And then when you get to the leap year, it's going to skip Thursday and go to Friday. So it leaps over Thursday into Friday, hence the term leap year. That's where it comes from. Okay, well. So Christmas, whatever, you know, date you're thinking of. Now you know. Exactly. So what are we going to talk about, by the way? We're going to talk about New Year's resolutions. Yes, it's February. Did you make a resolution? Are you sticking with it or not? So we're going to talk about should you make resolutions, why most resolutions fail, and uh, what you can do to not have it fail if you want to go down that route. So we're going to be talking about that, and we deliberately waited till February to talk about it because in January, everybody's all gun-ho and everything. By the time we get to February, people are like, what resolution? Well, then it sounds like, again, we have a lot of information to cover, so let's get going. You are now listening to This and That with David and Brenda. We are coming to you from Podcast Land Studio with another segment edition of our Here's What I Think. Now, in case you don't remember what Here's What I Think is all about, that's where David and I would go around, talk about a certain topic, and from time to time, we would invite someone to come and join us at our roundtable. So who do we have joining us today, David? Today, we have certified life coach Sandra Hill on the the line into Podcast Land Studio. So welcome, Sandra. Thank you, David and Brenda. Thank you so much for inviting me. Now, Sandra is coming to us from Georgia. We're going to chat about New Year resolutions and should you make them or should you not? Brenda, I don't make New Year's resolutions. I'll tell you, here's what I think about New Year's resolutions. I... I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. I believe if you want to make a change in your life, you should just make a change whenever it makes sense to do that and have a plan to make it happen. But don't tie it around New Year's because the statistics show that all these New Year's resolutions fail and fail miserably. Um, And that's just any kind of survey you look at across all generations, social groups, male, female, Racial divides, doesn't matter. They just fail miserably when they're tied to the concept of New Year's resolution. Let's elaborate a little bit more on this, David. Actually, when you say fail miserably, some people make New Year's resolutions because of what I call FOMO, F-O-M-O, fear of missing out. They simply make it to make them, you know? And most of the time it's something like, I want to lose this. Okay? Yeah, uh, weight loss is popular. One report said, you know, 80% will have failed by mid-February because what happens? They stop going to the gym. They stop eating healthy, if they even ate healthy, because they didn't really do what I call proper planning. 
proper planning. And, you know, I'm a life coach, but I'm also a business and career coach. So I teach this method across all my coaching spectrum. You have to set goals, and they have to be, some people call them smart goals. They have to be specific, they have to be measurable, attainable, they have to be relevant, and they have to be time-based. But I teach my clients that there are really nine steps you have to take when you have to establish goals. Do you guys have any idea what those nine steps might be? No, I was going to ask you, what would what would a couple of those be? don't have to tell us all nine of them, but uh, maybe tell us a few of them. Well, okay, let's, let's stick with losing weight, okay? First of all, let's say you know you're overweight, your doctors told you're overweight. Well, look realistically at how long have you been overweight. You know, weight just doesn't come on you overnight. If you have been overweight for the last five years, six years, whatever, it's going to take a little bit of time to get rid of that weight. So first, determine why you want to lose weight. If it's simply for your health, that's great. But what aspect of your health? You want to lose weight because you want to be healthier. Well, do you know why you eat? Do you know how much you eat? Do you know what is considered healthy eating? Do you want to just exercise? Do you want to just pick a diet? You know, there's, there's, there's a whole body of work and analysis that has to go into, okay, I want to lose weight. Why do you want to lose weight? You have to make it real for you. Because if it's not real for you, why, why would you do it? I want to lose weight so my doctor will stop hugging. Well, when's the next time you're going to see a doctor? A year from now, most of the time. And people have the tendency, it's human nature, to procrastinate. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. Well, frankly, tomorrow never comes. Well, you know it. Boom, they're back at the doctor's office again. And they probably gained weight. So that's an example. You have to know your why. That's one of them. Okay. What's, what's another one? Well, start small. Let's say you're 100 pounds overweight. How much, realistically speaking, do you want to lose and can you lose? in a week's time, a month's time, and depending on your medical history, are you going to be monitored by a nurse or a doctor? Because you definitely don't want to put yourself in a state where your health declines because you're not doing the uh, planning for weight loss the right way. And what I mean is you might not need to exercise or you might not be able to And if you just shift your diet, what kinds of food should you be eating? What kinds of food should you be avoiding? Do you know how to read the labels of the food? Do you cook for yourself? Do you eat out? You have to look at all of those aspects and determine, how am I going to do this step by step and and determine measurable measurable amounts so you get those short wins, those quick wins. I want to lose two pounds each month. I want to lose five pounds each month. And track it. What are you going to do to lose those two or five pounds? Are you going to adjust your eating habits? Are you going to uh, walk more? Or are you going to um, cut out certain foods? 
and you want to make sure you cut out the right kind of certain food. So you might need to talk to a nutritionist. You might need to work with a personal trainer. You might need to read and educate yourself more. There's lots of free information out there, but that free information is not always accurate. So you've got to plan accordingly. And you've got to be realistic. If you hate exercise, why are you going to put yourself through that agony every day? You're, you're, you're setting yourself up for defeat. So think of some other ways that you can lose weight and maybe increase your mobility, such as parking further away um, from the elevator or taking the uh, stairs or uh, taking short breaks. Instead of emailing someone, walk to their desk. Instead of picking up the phone and calling somebody on another floor, walk over to them. You know, there's little ways that you can incorporate different things. If you go grocery shopping, use the grocery bags as your weight. Balance. Walk carefully and take so many bags at a time. If you go to the grocery store and you have a buggy, walk around the outer part of the grocery store where the healthier food is, guys. The healthier food is on the outer lanes of the grocery aisle and on the bottom shelf. So think of it like just cruising and looking and walking and then do your groceries. Now, what's a, a, a third one? Okay, a third one is make sure that positively reinforce what you're doing. Some people need positive affirmations. Some people post pictures of their previous self, or they have an outfit they want to get into. Put it in a visible place in your closet. Take a picture of yourself before. Stick it on the refrigerator. And every time you, let's say you're a snacker, every time you go to that refrigerator to grab something or go to your pantry, put a picture up there, and it's a reminder. Write little notes to yourself in the mirror, in your car, in your purse, your briefcase, your wallet, uh, on your phone. Something just to reinforce and remind in a positive way. And then when you achieve that goal, this is another one, what are you going to do every month when you hit it? What are you going to do? Uh, one of my clients, they decided... They were spending too much money eating out, and it was causing them to gain weight, retain fluid, gave them high blood pressure. And so what they did, they knew, they, they knew kind of, sort of, approximately how much money they spent a week. So they put that money in a jar. And so at the end of a month, they would look and see how much they had, and they decided, you know what, I'm going to buy myself a new outfit, or I'm going to save up for a down payment on a car, or I'm going to save for a vacation. You know, you have to make it real for you. What, what works for you? To positively motivate and inspire. And sometimes people need other people to help them. They can't do it alone. So they, you know, get a buddy. Do the buddy system. 
Uh, that all sounds like great advice. I agree yeah. with both you and David that um, I am not a fan of setting New Year resolutions. I'm all about goal setting, just like you said. And the more specific and more measurable that I can make my goals, the better off that um, I find myself in the long run. Exactly. Let's take a quick break from our discussion. We'll be right back. and other major podcast apps and services. And now let's continue our discussion with certified life coach Sandra Hill. Here's here's the dilemma I see. Most individuals are not self-aware enough to even get to the, the steps you, you outline, Sandra. So, I mean, are there tools how 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 do how do how can those folks be helped to even get on a path to make the goals and and make reasonable goals and stick to them because that's that's the dilemma I, I see even if people are like okay i i'm going to make goals again like i said most folks are not in my experience are not self-aware enough to know that well you just made an unrealistic goal you think it's realistic but it's not well, is the dilemma that you just mentioned to uh, Sandra, is that the reason you think why 25% uh, of those who set New Year resolution goals um, pretty much drop out of trying to attain them by the end of January? Exactly, right. That's what I see from all the research I've seen, that people set... They set unrealistic resolutions, and whether they make them as resolutions or goals, whatever, out the gate, they're unrealistic. So, again, are there any kind of tools to make sure that people do that step of making it realistic? Because otherwise, they're setting themselves up for failure, I think, from, from yeah. the get-go. And, and, you know, you, you raise a good point, David, because um, some people, they go in the gym and they get a personal training. That's a person who will work with them if it's like a health goal. If it's something like, I want to write a book this year, they might get someone who calls them every day or who sits down with them and says, I'm going to make sure that you do this because we're going to spend 20 minutes every day. So they have a buddy, okay, who does that. Uh, there are some insurance companies who provide you with a support group to help out with... Um, procrastination, um, planning a vacation. I want to take a vacation. I've never taken a vacation. That's my New Year's resolution. So they work with a travel agent who helps them stick to make realistic goals. Some people work with a mentor. Some people work with a coach. It really depends on what the person wants to do. But first, they have to recognize how they have to, they have to be self-aware. They have to be cognizant of, I'm not quite sure I know how to go about this. I need some help. That's really the first step. They can't just 
you know, okay, I'm going to go ahead and do this and not have a clue. Right. What, when, where, how, and why. So they've got to be self-aware. And if they're self-aware, they still might be, I use the word, hard-headed or adamant. I know I can do this. I don't need any help. And they do it. Over and over and over again. Every once in a while, you have people who take classes. And nowadays, believe it or not, there's an app for that. Well, there's an app for everything. Right, there's an app for everything. (laughs) There are. There there are. There are apps helping people to set goals. There are all kinds of apps, no matter what kind of phone or computer or Android or whatever you've got, there's an app for that. And probably sometime in the future, there's going to be robots or, um, you know, you probably can program or you can probably have Alexa, those individuals who have Alexa-type devices, to say, Alexa, I want you to remind me that every day I need to walk a mile because I want to prepare to run a marathon. Um, Alexa, I want you to remind me that I need to eat before 6 p.m. each day. Um, Alexa, I want you to remind me that I need to spend 15 minutes a day uh, in quiet meditation, calming myself, bringing my blood pressure down. You know, there's, there's lots of ways these people can do it, but it's called being self-aware and mindful of who they are, how they operate, and what, what they really need to succeed. But, you know, you can always do it the old-fashioned way, pen and paper, write it down, yeah. set your goals, and, and periodically just... Go back and check them. Yes, yes, you can do that. You definitely can do that. But the, the, the um, one issue with that, pen and paper. If you write it down, where are you going to put it so that you always can have access to it? Well, you could... You know, are you going to check things off every morning? Are you going to check things off every evening? Right. You know, that's, someone's got to be very diligent. You you can put it, you know, on your refrigerator or your bathroom mirror or something like that. Yeah, you can put it on where post-its. You, where you're going to see it, or post-it notes around, where you can see it yeah. all the time. I mean, That's uh, true. That's true. Or you can use a calendar. For those individuals who still use um, calendars that you hang on the wall or put on your desk, you can use the calendar and annotate. Yeah. Or, or like you said, like you said, have a buddy system. And have somebody call you up and remind you, hey, did you did so-and-so. Right. So there are ways and to you know, accomplish your goals. There are. There are. And, you know, I'm an advocate. If you want to change, well, change first begins with you. What type of person are you? What are your needs? What do you need to succeed? You have to, you have to know what you know and start from there. And you can do it any time of the year. It doesn't necessarily have to be the beginning. So much hype has been put out there because it's 2020, new decade, got to have a new vision, new this. Right. And um, it's just the hype. Yeah, and you, know, and you make a great out. point. That's part of the reason why I personally don't like to make New Year resolutions because people tend to only set them at the beginning of the year. And I'm a person where if I set goals... I might set a goal in February, 
and then come back and set another one in June or set another mm-hmm. one in November. Whereas when you make New Year resolutions, people tend to do it at the beginning of the year in January, and that's it. Exactly, exactly. And for my business clients, some of them say, Sandra, I want you to help me get a job. But you have a job. Do you want a career or do you want a job? You know, you have to, as, as a, in my position as a coach, I have to start asking them questions to get them to think and to determine that aha moment. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you want to advance your career and that's your quote-unquote goal, what do you want? Where do you want? Are you going to be mobile? Then you give them a list of things to think about. And sometimes, you know, I've even had clients say, okay, Sandra, I've been in this position for four years. By January 1st of next year, I want to be in another place. Okay. Then you do the who, what, and where, how, and most importantly, why. Ask those questions. Get them to think. You know, what's motivating them to say that? Just mm-hmm. because Susie over here got a promotion and they feel they do two and three times as much work as Susie, so they don't want to be outdone. You know, that's like a non-starter. So okay. different aspects. And sometimes you have to look at what's the underlying issue. Okay? I want to get a new car. I want to have a new car by the summer. Why do you want to have a new car? What kind of car? What's the matter with your old car? Are you going to keep your old car or are you going to get rid of a car? What's been holding you back from getting a car? And do you need to do you even need to have a car? Or do you just want a car just to have a car? Well, those are all excellent, um, I, I, I would say, uh, paths by which folks can go and make realistic goals and improve their lives. So uh, hopefully our loyal listeners in this and that nation have been uh, enlightened by the discussion. Oh, yeah. Oh, before, before we finish, though, guys, can I share one more critical point? Oh, sure. For those individuals who do make New Year's resolutions, I first and foremost applaud you. But if you make more than one, yes, you should prioritize because you can't do everything all at once. So if you make multiple New Year's resolutions, prioritize which ones are most important to you and put them in a specific order. And if you can, maybe they all have to do with improving your health. Maybe they all have to be do with improving your income. Maybe they all have to, they're socially related. But kind of group them all together and then tackle them one by one. And keep in mind, Rome was not created overnight. No, it surely was not. Yeah. So that's the last point I'd like to leave with your your loyal listeners. You know, because sometimes they fail because they've got too much on their plate and they're juggling, and it causes stress, and then they just get frustrated and they just shut down and, you know, they're not doing anything. Yeah, excellent point. Well, here's what I'd like to um, leave as my um, point of advice for the for this discussion and that is if you have to set a new year resolution then make that new year resolution to be my goal for this year is and then you will find yourself setting a goal 
rather than setting a resolution. Well, let's elaborate, Brenda. My goal for this year, 2020, is blah, blah, blah. This is why I want to attain this goal. Right. You need to make it as specific and measurable as possible. Right, 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 right. Plan it out. Plan it out. Plan it out. But again, the whole point is, rather than saying, I'm going to make a New Year resolution, change that around to say, my New Year resolution is, I'm making a goal of doing X, Y, and Z, and being as specific as possible. And then I think you'll find yourself goal setting rather than making resolutions. Yes, yes. And if the person who makes these New Year's resolutions, or or makes Size change any time, not just New Year's, any time. If they do things consistently for 21 days, they create a habit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, create a habit. Because most of the time, what you want to do, you're changing something about yourself. Let's say you want to quit smoking. Okay? So, there's something that you've got to do every single day because this is a permanent lifestyle change. And just using the word change um, brings about different connotations with individuals. Some people, you know, they're like, oh, I don't want to change, I don't want to change. So you have to be careful what your terminology is. But I always say, change starts with you. It starts with him. So if you want to do something, you have to be consistent. When you get to those 21 days, it's almost by rote. But you got to do it every single day. Because likely you're going to do it for the rest of your life. No, that, and that's a, that's a good point. And go ahead. So, Sandra, how can listeners in this and that nation get more, get in touch with you? Okay, so there's a variety of ways. I have a business and I have a website. Uh, my business name is New Horizon, and Horizon is not spelled the conventional way. It's got a Z E N deliberately. So it's H O R I Z E N, New Horizon Coaching and Professional Growth Advancement. So if you Google that name, uh, it'll show up. Uh, if you want to connect with me, on LinkedIn, I have an individual page and a business page, Sandra Hill, and the business name. You can link, link in and connect with me. Uh, connect with me and start communicating there. You can um, uh, connect with me via Twitter at New Horizon Coach. You can even look me up on Facebook. And uh, most importantly, when you go to my website, there's a contact information that shares information about what I do, um, there's people that I can provide to different people, and we can talk. I give a free 30-minute consultation. We can just talk. You can also email me at coachhill, all one word, at newhorizoncoaching.com. Or if they want a short email address, I also have another email, S. Hill, C is in cat, P is in Paul, L is in lion, 
is in caps. So that's S-H-I-L-C-P-L-C at gmail.com. So there's a variety of ways people can get in touch with me, but if you can't remember all of that and didn't have a pen and paper, I'm sure you can get in touch with uh, David and Brenda, and they can steer you towards me, or you can just Google my name and you'll see all that information. Well, this has been wonderful. Um, Of course, we are delighted whenever we can have a chance to chat with you here at This and That, uh, because we would like to say that um, you make the impossible possible, correct? Thank you, Brenda. You got it. Yes, (laughs) that is the mantra of my company. Yes, we make the impossible possible. And I really appreciate you and David for inviting me to be on your show. I listen to it. I'm one of the loyal listeners, guys. I listen to it faithfully. Yes, I and do. We... And also, we'll have, a, I also have a radio show that airs every oh, Friday, correct. 3 yes. to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where I share a whole lot of different information, and I have different guests on who share their story. It's called Grow Your Voice, Overcome Your Fear. It's on Voice America Internet Talk Radio, and I'm on the Influencer Station. So you can hear me speak about different things. Um, I listened to David and Brenda, and I think I have been, or I've shared words of wisdom on your podcast. Yes, you have. You have, and I'm sure that um, you will be sharing with um, words of wisdom in the future. So don't think you're off the hook because you're not. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. I love to share. I love to share. Yes, and in I'm the mean- in the business of sharing. Yes, and in the meantime, thanks again for sharing uh, your tips and techniques for goal setting so that folks who go down the resolution path can switch to goal setting and become more successful with their life changes. You're quite welcome, David. You're quite welcome. Comments? Send your feedback to this and that at aboutgreatercincinnati.com. Well, David, I think we have come to our conclusion of episode 41 of This and That. Yes, you could say that we have come to the end of the road for this episode. Okay. That's inside just, joke. Just, just don't. <laughs> yeah, I'll see if you... Don't sing the, it, okay? No. No, I'm not going to do that. Don't sing. <laughs> Boys to men would not be happy with you. No, I'm not going to sing that. Uh, that is very much an inside joke, folks. But if any of you... Well, I'll just leave it at that. Yes. Please leave just it at that. leave it at that. <laughs> so... We will take episode 41, seal it up, put it in its uh, canister, and get it out to distribution to the Sanat Nation and the world. Now, again, we are appreciative of everybody who listens to us, and we would appreciate even more if you would pass on to your family, friends, anyone who would listen about the fact that This and That with David and Brenda 
is available on demand and that they can go and listen to it. You can listen to us anytime, anywhere. And also, as I've said before, pretty much anywhere where you listen to podcasts. If you listen to podcasts, doesn't really matter so much where you do it. We are going to be in that uh, directory. You can search on this ampersand, that, all nine characters together, and you will find us. You'll see the logo, this and that with David and Brenda, and you can go from there. Like, subscribe, share, etc. We hope that you will go back, listen to this very informative podcast episode again, share it, listen to others that you may have missed or want to hear again. They're all out there from season one to up to date season two. You can find them all listed wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. And if not, especially on SoundCloud, which is our home base. So until the next time, everyone, hopefully you will be safe. We wish you all the best. Stay woke. Peace out. Bye, folks. You have been listening to This and That a podcast collaboration about some of everything about anything. This has been hosted by David and Brenda and is presented by AboutGreaterCincinnati.com Music by Poddington Bear Please subscribe to our podcast so that you can stay up to date about future episodes. If you have any comments or suggestions about this episode, future episodes, interested in sponsorship and or advertising, please email us at thisandthat at aboutgreatercincinnati.com. All rights reserved. Thank you and all the best.